Hello, and welcome to Sami Adult, a podcast all about attempting to navigate adulthood with your hosts, V and Annie. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. We hope that you're having a great week. And if not, tomorrow's Friday, so it's all good. <laughs> that is really what keeps me going. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Honestly. So, Vivi, how are you? How? Let's do our little weekly check-in. I am tired. I feel like that's my update every single week, but you know what? Same. That is authentically <laughs> how I feel. Adulthood is exhausting. Um, I've actually been attempting to make TikToks, which has been I fun. I put in but the work, though. Yeah, thank you. I just, I feel <laughs> like an old person when I'm navigating TikTok. I'm just like, how do y'all be pumping out TikTok after TikTok? Like, this shit takes time to make and Nothing to think and Nothing makes me feel like more of a millennial than making a TikTok. Oh, absolutely. And I, and I feel like an old person <laughs> doing it. Like, I feel like I'm like, am I... Am I in touch with the teens? Do they get do they get what I'm trying to say? I don't know. I feel I'm ancient. always like, this is why they make fun of us. This is why Gen Z makes fun of us. I'm like, I get it. You can <laughs> bully me. I, I deserve it this time. So that's kind of what I've been up to. I've also been going back to working out because because I've been feeling exhausted. I'm like, maybe I need to work out to gain some energy. But it's the beginning of the journey and always in the beginning you're like extra tired because you have no yeah. energy and you're working out. So it's like, mm, I don't know about and all your that. Your body's like, what happened here? What, what happened here? <laughs> what happened here? That's the tea. So what about you? How have you been? I, I'm i in the same boat, dude. I would be lying if I said I wasn't exhausted because I am but, you know, uh, we have some exciting things coming up and all exciting things take a lot of work and a lot of energy. So it's all good. I'm just going to cry on the inside every single night. And like I said, tomorrow's Friday, so it's going to be fine. So for today's topic, we're going to be chatting about applying to jobs and the key of not crying while doing so, which I have personally had quite the struggle with doing in my time applying to jobs. So uh, a main yeah. thing with that is application burnout. Like it is so hard because at the end of the day, you have to apply to a lot of different jobs just to possibly like you can apply to 50 jobs and maybe hear back from two. So you have to apply to the 50 jobs yeah. just in case. And it can feel exhausting and really like disheartening after time to just like apply to so much and hear back from so little especially in today's like new application environment i find because as you guys know i recently got a new job um and let me just tell you a lot of the things that i saw um prior to having uh, this job that i have now was that the application process was very different a lot of places were requiring me to put together like whole ass like presentations for them and things like that like for their company specifically so then I had to research these companies and do all that like nitty-gritty only to not hear back from most of them and I was like listen this is a lot y'all like if you want to have me make a presentation for you or something in the second round of interviews that's another story but this was just to submit the application which was exhausting and extremely disheartening at times Oh, absolutely. And I feel like this is pretty relevant right now because a lot of people have had to, throughout the quarantine and COVID, 
lot of people lost their jobs and had to apply to new ones, maybe still are applying to jobs because it's rough out here. Now it's like because everyone is having to apply to new jobs, it's really hard to find ones and um, people who are overqualified for roles are taking jobs that are really entry level and kind of leaving a lot of us recent post-grads with nothing. So it is definitely uh, rough out here in these streets, but we are all in this together, so it's okay. And we have been, both Ani and I have been through it in within the past year, um, getting a new job. So it's very fresh in our minds. And something that we really need to talk about more is how disheartening and just fucked up it is being ghosted by companies. Like, is that okay? Should we be at the very least getting a rejection notice? I really do appreciate when I get those. Like, yeah, I don't want to be rejected, but it's better than that than just hearing absolutely nothing. I feel like I'm literally being ghosted. Yeah. Like, I'm sure they, they would not appreciate that if we did that to them. But when it's, you know they're the big man we're the little man they're like not to tell you anything which like whatever but like i really don't feel like it takes much to have an automatic rejection like email set ready to go it doesn't have to take effort on their part and for the person that is applying you can at least be like oh i can check this one off i'm definitely not hearing from them on to the next instead of having your eggs in that basket still and having that anxiety and that maybe they're gonna call me today and anytime a random number calls you're like it's them and guess what it's spam asking you about the warranty on your automobile that you may or may not even have oh when i get those calls i'm like bro (laughs) i don't have a car so (laughs) or being a homeowner saying something about my home i'm like bitch i live in an apartment like i wish you you definitely got the wrong one (laughs) you got the wrong one so it's definitely messed up and it it hurts my feelings. I'm not going to lie. I feel like the dating journey and applying for jobs are very similar in that way that you're like putting yourself out there and putting all this effort in. And sometimes people just don't even feel like doing the effort of letting you know that they don't like you or that you're not a good match and say it's nothing. A common courtesy. That's really what it feels like. Just a common courtesy. It could be so kind of you to just be like, hello no thank you on to the next especially because sometimes you apply to something and it can be like your dream job and you're waiting to hear back from them and you can get an offer of a job that maybe isn't perfect for you but it's something and then they give you like a short amount of time that you have to accept it within and so it's like what are you gonna do take the risk and like wait to see if you possibly get the other job or you know take this job that you might not like that much and if the other people were to just simply reject you you wouldn't have to like take that chance and you could just know and move on 100 percent. and the other thing with that that i noticed i don't know about you on your end um right now in today's job market i guess you could call it um i have found that it's become increasingly difficult to negotiate like that used to be like a very normal part of the hiring process the interview process and things like that but with the global climate and with everything happening with so many people losing their jobs and things like that companies kind of know that they have the upper hand and that people are looking for work and a lot of people are looking for work and a lot of people are so desperate that they're willing to settle and not question the pay that when you go to do the very normal task of negotiating when the time comes to people are really like fucking you over like i'm not gonna sugarcoat it there's no other way of putting it like they're straight up fucking you over and being like no no no. there is no negotiation this is it and if you don't take it someone else will 
which also kind of takes some of the fun out of it. Like, at least for me, like, I like to negotiate that portion, at least, like, entertain it. And they're just like, mm, no, if it's not you, it's going to be someone else, which honestly also puts a bad taste in my mouth because I'm like, I haven't even started and you're already treating me like just a number. The feeling of being so indispensable is like, that's to me a red flag of a, of a company for sure. And that just but says it's that. so many of them at this point that it's like, everyone's in that boat they're all kind of just like <laughs> we don't gotta give you what you want we just gotta give you the bare minimum if that like i feel like so many positions are underpaying now on purpose and taking advantage of the situations that people are in and the necessity of families and things like that and in a time when people need that money the most like having all these like health issues arise like having any sort of health issue in america is very very <laughs> expensive and they should know that and instead of trying to accommodate to that, they're like, let's take advantage of an already shitty situation and screw more people over. Like, what? Why? Why is corporate America literally a leech on society? It really is. It really is. And with all of this, you know, <clears throat> we know that some of you may already know these things. You've been going through it and it sucks. So we wanted to give you some tips for surviving the journey so that we're all in here together and we can help each other survive. And the first one is to set bite-sized daily and weekly goals. For example, you can decide, you know, this week I'm going to apply to four different jobs or you can say today I'm going to apply to one job and just like break it down like that so you don't have to think of oh, I have to apply to 50 jobs and just look at this daunting task and like you favorite a bunch of jobs on LinkedIn and now you have to apply to every single one and you're stressed out about it. It's better to break it down into pieces that are much more digestible so that you're not choking on the reality that you have. Yeah, it's kind of like working out. Like you can't get it all done in one day. It's not realistic. It's not going to work. Doing a little bit each day is going to be more effective and it's going to be better on your mental health overall to do it that way um, as opposed to just like wanting to die the one day a week that you set aside to do it. Another thing with that is my mom has always told me my whole life, looking for a job is a job. It is something that you have to dedicate at least a portion of your day to. You have to put the time into it, the effort into it. If you want the part, you got to show up kind of thing. Um, and just, you know, keep that in mind as you go and it makes everything, preparing yourself mentally makes the journey a lot better for you in the long run. Yeah. And, and it can be really tempting to apply to the 50 jobs or hundred jobs because it seems like that's the only way to get anyone to call you back. But in my experience, at least quality over quantity is really 100%. king. So instead of going and applying to 50 jobs in one day using like LinkedIn Easy Apply or just like, you know, submitting the same resume that you have and same uh, generalized cover letter that you have to every single job, take your time, sit down and write a powerful cover letter for a few of them versus those copy and paste same generalized cover letter. It really makes yeah. such a difference. Like I have honestly in every single job that I've heard back from, it has been because of something in my cover letter and they always reference it in the interview and let them know. We have pets, guys. Sorry about that. It, it just be like that sometimes. If you have a little dog, you already know. But like V said, 
you ha you have to put in the extra effort, go that extra mile. And by doing it in bite-sized pieces, it's a lot easier because when you're doing 50 a day, like by your 25th, like you just don't give a fuck anymore. Like you're ready to copy and paste and move on to say you did it. And on that same note, I don't recommend LinkedIn Easy Apply to anyone. I have never met a single soul that has gotten a job through LinkedIn Easy Apply. That is a bigger waste of your time than taking the actual time that it takes, going to the company website, applying through the full formal application, and submitting everything that way. In yeah, my opinion, that, that's really tea because I've never heard back from a company that I've used Easy Apply in, like, ever. It seems so tempting, but... It just doesn't do anything ever. It doesn't pan out because someone else already went the extra mile that you didn't and that's how they got the job and you didn't. Absolutely. And some of the keys that I, some key aspects to writing a powerful cover letter in my experience is bringing in something personal, some personal connection that you have to the company, what they stand for. The formula is kind of like something personal, some personal connection adding in a little dash of your experience and how it connects to the relevancy of the role using the keywords that they have in their listing. And the third is tying in some way the company values, goals, or what they do, stuff that you had to do the extra mile of research to find out about them just to show that you did do that and you know who they are and you're ready to be a part of that. That formula has always worked for me. And so I advise that you use it for yourself and see how that pans out. Right. And lastly, the last piece of advice we're going to leave you with is set realistic expectations for yourself. Apply. I, I'm always one to say, like, if you have a dream job, like, apply for it, shoot for the moon. But also understand that, like, keep applying to other things because you may not get it. Um, sometimes, you know, we get jobs that we're underqualified for, but sometimes we don't. And just know that these things take time. It is very rare that you will apply for like two jobs that get a call, land it, and like that's the end of the process. At least for everyone that I know and my own personal experience, it just takes time. It takes a lot of putting yourself out there. And beyond um, just, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry if you can hear my dog snoring in the background. But like I said <laughs> earlier, we have pets. Like what can I say? But as I was saying, um, this you have to remember that the same way that you're sitting there applying to 50 different jobs, the person hiring is sitting there going through thousands and thousands of applications. It's not just you. So set yourself apart, take the time, and don't let people get to you. Don't let a rejection make you feel like you're not worth it or discourage you or make you feel like you should be asking for less than what you actually deserve. You have to just, it's one of those things where you got to kind of hold your head up high, look yourself in the mirror every day and be like, you was kind, you was smart, you was important. <laughs> and, and just, you know, keep pushing because you will find it. It just takes a little bit of time and a little bit of effort. And in my experience, it's honestly been more worth it to wait out to find the, the perfect job. And it, the perfect job, you know, within that, you have to be realistic of what that means to you. But what I'm saying is not a job that's totally screwing you over in pay and seems super toxic. So it's worth it to wait it out. You just have to do a little bit of extra research. You know, look at those Glassdoor reviews. Don't just apply to anything that looks like good. You have to really do the research on the company, find out who they are, what they're about, 
and see those employee testimonials. And honestly, I feel like I would have saved myself so much trouble in previous jobs if I had just actually read and paid attention to Glassdoor reviews versus just being like, this seems nice and jumping into (laughs) it. Um, Because listen, it is very rare that those like employee testimonials lie. So pay attention to that. By the time people write those, they're out the door, they have nothing to lose, and they are telling you the raw dog honest truth about the situation. So it is a good idea to look at those. And even if the interview went great, keep those things in the back of your head because they didn't come from nowhere. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. That's the and truth. The, yeah. And the other thing is don't underestimate the power of networking. If you are uh, searching through jobs or searching for jobs, excuse me, especially through LinkedIn, it's a good idea to see if you have any friends or friends of a friend that work in that company. And don't be shy about letting them know like, hey, so and so I saw you work here. Just so you know, I put in an application. Is there anything I should know? Can you put in a good work for me? And things like that. The worst that can happen is that they say no, but at least someone on the inside knows that you want in as well. Yeah, networking is key. I actually had a call the other day with a friend of a friend because she wanted to apply to my company. And let me tell you, it was no bother at all to take that call, answer her questions about the role, and to just put in that word. Afterwards, we had our call. She asked questions. I gave her some tips and just let her know about like what I do and what she would be doing in the role. And it wasn't even in my department, but I know the people that work in that department. And and I was able to give her some helpful information for her application. And then afterwards, I went and I spoke to that department head. And I was just like, hey, I spoke to this nice girl. And, you know, I just just heads up that that application is coming through. And he was grateful for that. So it's very simple to just reach out to people and the friend of a friend like that's enough like I trust you because I trust that friend and if they're a friend of yours then you know you're you're in my crew you're my clique so (laughs) go ahead and like reach out to those people and like Ani said the worst that can happen is they say no and you know best case scenario you have a great conversation and they recommend you for the job and especially now that A lot of people are working from home and, you know, working through Zoom. It's so easy to set up a Zoom chat versus having to make time to go out and get coffee. Right. So honestly, now is the time to do it. It's easy to do it, like V said, and don't be afraid of putting yourself out there. The biggest part of the job application process is just putting yourself out there, as scary as that may seem sometimes, but that's the best things happen when you push yourself out of your comfort zone. Absolutely. I agree with that a thousand percent. Well, with that, we will be wrapping up this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you're applying to jobs right now, we feel you. We are there with you in spirit and leave any questions that you have about applying to jobs or any recommendations that you'd like us to give in the comments down below. And if you're listening on Spotify, check us out on Instagram and you can reach out to us, DM DM us, even if you want to send me your cover letter, you want to send me your resume to check out. Like, I got you, boo. It's rough out here and we need each other. So just let us know. And we're happy to do it. Like, that's why we have this podcast. Like, we are all figuring this shit out together. We are all semi-adults. And, you know, sometimes you just need a helping hand and we're happy to do that for you guys. 1,000%. As always, leave any 
uh, recommendations for future episodes in the comments. And we can't wait to hear from you guys. And we will see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.